0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Steve Kenyon Podcast. I am Steve Kenyon. Thank you for joining us. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas, and I wish you the very, very best in 2024. We've got a lot of things that we're doing. Uh, We're making some changes to the 8 Seconds Media store. Go to the 8 Seconds Media website. Click on the shop link. There's a whole lot of new merchandise there. We'll talk a lot about that coming up. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, M2 Ranch Jerky. They are targeting uh, the early part of the springtime to bring you true, traditional cowboy jerky. Watch our 8 Seconds Media, social media, Facebook, and more, and we will tell you all about M2 Ranch Jerky. Thanks to unbeatable feeds, you can find them now in tractor supply stores all over the country, to Wrangler, the official Western Wear Pro Rodeo, Long Live Cowboys, and to the Justin Boot Company, the standard of the West since 1879. We're kicking off the show today by talking about cowgirls. Miss Rodeo America, 2024, received her crown during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. She is Emma Cameron. She was Miss Rodeo New Mexico 2023. The Turquoise Circuit's having a little run of Miss Rodeo America winners. 2023's Miss Rodeo America is about to give up her crown officially. That's Kennedy Riggs who was Miss Rodeo Arizona 2022. I had a chance to talk with Kennedy Riggs about her experiences as Miss Rodeo America during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Well, the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo is underway. As we're talking, it's go round number nine, and Kennedy Riggs has two more runs to make in this arena as Miss Rodeo America. She served as Miss Rodeo America 2023. It was Miss Rodeo Arizona 2022. Um, tell me about your year
1: i cannot possibly wrap up into a nutshell what i've experienced this year but if i really had to the best way i could put it it's been full of miracles and kindness and that's exactly why i have been so thankful to be miss rodeo america because my entire job is to share that with the world is how much goodness exists in this industry so despite the fact that you can look for the bad if you look for the good there's a lot to be found here
0: yeah i think that's such a great message and you know i mean as rodeo announcers we deliver that a lot that you know there's too much too many people trying to divide us when when there's so much to unite us. When you say it's been full of miracles and kindness, can you expand on that at all?
1: Absolutely. It's not just within our industry, but I've noticed that the world is actually a beautiful place rather than what the media makes it out to be sometimes. So even at airports and passing, when people have seen me struggling with my big seventy pound bag, going to Houston for a month at a time. Yeah. They've stopped and helped me. But especially in the rodeo world, people have taken care of me. And as a twenty three year old on the road, I know my mom is thankful for that back at home knowing sure. I'm alone. I'm really not i have pickup men giving me horses and their wives feeding me and making sure i'm okay and safe so things like that are just so on brand and common for the rodeo industry
0: so let me ask you a little bit about where you went this year um your you don't make your own schedule it's scheduled out for you pretty tight isn't it
1: right we have our own scheduling coordinator and just like a concert people book us out like a gig so rather than us choosing where we go we find out our schedule ahead of time right
0: um did you have a couple of favorites? I know that's that like asking you to pick your favorite kid, but um, which you don't have yet. But you know, <laughs> let's let's talk about a couple of favorites maybe.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, I have to say Pendleton Roundup is one of my very favorites because I am a sucker for history and heritage and anything retro. So the fact that Pendleton Roundup is so good at that, just it really gets my heart beating. But the other favorite was Bahetos in Brazil, which is the, one of the biggest rodeos in the world. And with my Brazilian roots, that of course spoke to my heart as well.
0: I did not know you had uh, Brazilian roots.
1: Yes. By blood, I'm an American, but I have generations of family that's lived there, done mission work there, and I did so myself too. So
0: I've heard a lot about Bahetos. I've heard it's the biggest rodeo in the world. Tell me about it.
1: It Absolutely. It actually is by size the biggest rodeo in the world. The rodeo grounds itself is 82 acres, their wow. campus, and they always have six six concerts going on at one time. The rodeo itself goes for hours, and people stay in those seats from 4 p.m. to 7 a.m. the next morning. So it's not just a party, but they call it the Festa de Piante which means the celebration of the cowboy, and that's exactly what it feels like.
0: And the crowd is ginormous, right?
1: Enormous. In fact, they pack in up to 100,000 people in those stands for concerts, and next year, there's a room that Cody Johnson might be going so if any Americans are out there listening to this you know who to come to for travel plans Yeah, there you go Um, Kennedy
0: tell me what attracted you to this opportunity what what attracted you to become Miss Rodeo America to hold any titles you held before you were Miss Rodeo Arizona to help to vault you to 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 that to to that perch
1: sure well I'm lucky enough to come from multiple generations of family that have been involved in rodeo and ranching but the women in particular have been my Greatest role models. I'm very lucky to have them. Every single woman in my family on the Brady side, which is my mom's side, has Rodeo Queen in some way, shape or form, back to my great grandma in 1950. So ever since then, my greatest role models have been found in forms of this sort, being Rodeo queens. So of course I looked up to them and now here I am too.
0: So let me, uh, this maybe is the dumb question of the interview, but I can't do an interview without at asking at least one. Um, Did you have a chance to talk to those ladies who came before you in your family and compare notes and see maybe how what you did in 2023 changed, has changed from what they did? A decade or two or three or four ago
1: you know what yes I keep in very close contact especially with my mom and her sisters they feel like sisters to me too and talking about their reigns compared to mine it's cool because the Western industry in its traditions and values never changes and that's one really cool thing that I've loved and appreciated this year but of course with social media and so much technology there's a lot more opportunity now to share so much goodness that we have in the palm of our hands so that is one thing that's changed throughout the years but I'm thankful for that Yeah.
0: so What now? What next? Miss Rodeo America pageant, correct me if I'm wrong, is a scholarship pageant, right? Yes,
1: yep, and so I actually was lucky enough to walk away with 30 grand in scholarships from winning Miss Rodeo America, and I'm excited to pursue that by using it with my degree of journalism after this year, and then I'm looking at job opportunities, but I'll still be in the industry.
0: Um, is there any more school left for you or what? How, how does that work?
1: Yes, I'm actually in a funny boat because I graduated high school, left for my church mission right after that, came home, ran for Miss Rodeo Arizona, tried school out, wasn't a good idea to do it at the same time, so I was a part-time student. Anyways, basically, long story short, I became Miss Rodeo America and now I'm starting from ground zero. So school is my next endeavor as well as a career. Journalism. Yes.
0: Good, another one's going to take my job. <laughs> uh, television, you, you got to be on television.
1: I don't know. I just, as long as I can use my talents and gifts for good, that's what I want.
0: Got it. What attracted you to that? What attracted you to journalism? I know what attracted me to it. It's uh, the only thing that I do really well is talk. What attracted you to journalism?
1: (laughs) You are indeed good at talking. Well, one thing that attracted me to this is my grandma is one of my biggest role models. And back in the 1990s, she was tired of how negative news headlines seemed to be. So she came up with the Kicking Up Kindness platform. And with that, she would write in her local newspaper about positive positive stories that were uplifting to bring some light to the media. So now I look to her as an example and want to do the same exact thing. Bring light to stories that could be looked at in negative ways and instead bring the good out of them.
0: You know what I love about this, and I I don't know if this was your, in any way, shape, or form, your platform over the last year, but you keep talking about taking things that don't need to be negative all the time and turning them into a positive, and I love that.
1: Absolutely. In fact, that's funny you say that because that was my platform. So good guess. It was yeah. called the Kicking Up Kindness platform. But I think that if you can look at things in a positive way, it changes everything around you. Whether it doesn't matter what your circumstances are, you can always find joy.
0: Did you give any words of wisdom or advice to Miss Rodeo America 2024, who is from New Mexico? And you're going to slap me, Emma Emma Cameron. Emma Cameron. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, tell me, what did you tell her?
1: Well, funny thing is, I keep telling people we've been whisked around so quickly since she won that we haven't talked much. But we have a day of downtime after the NFR ends when I will be able to share with her all of that advice. But for the record, my biggest piece of advice for her and anyone else in the future, whether or not you're in this position, is to put the Lord and others first. And that will always bring you greater joy than focusing on yourself.
0: I should have saved that question for last because that's a great answer to end on. But I'm going to ask you one more. This is kind of the, the... the funny for those of us who do not understand what life is like for a Rodeo Queen particularly when you come to Las Vegas and particularly when you move into your hotel and I've heard stories of girls bringing horse trailers full of clothes. (laughs) I've heard stories of cell phones being confiscated at the moment you check in and not being given back until the pageant is over. Are those stories true?
1: Yeah, they're not just horror stories. Those are truthful. But all in all, it's the best way to select the right girl for this job. Because when they take their phones away from them, when they separate them from their families, when they give them a huge schedule, that's the perfect way to find out how they would handle this pressure of being Miss Rodeo America, because it's very similar.
0: Is there one story that you will always remember as the funniest story of your reign?
1: The funniest, you'll have to give me some more time to think about that. My favorite stories are the kind deeds. Oh man, what one is even worth sharing to the public? You know, I ripped my pants one time. That was unfortunate. (laughs) But due to the kindness of others, everything worked out okay um but one uplifting story i will share is i was able to wear my family's heirloom clothing throughout the entire year which saved me money first of all but also made everything extra sentimental so one pantsuit in particular had my great grandma's lucky dime in it and it's still in the pocket to this day so kind of fun that i get to share that with them
0: how old was that that uh, that piece of clothing
1: that pantsuit was made by nathan turk and i think it dates back to the 1940s wow
0: Wow. um um, not just a sense of Goodness and light, but a sense of history, and I love that. Um, Kennedy, good luck. I I know things are going to be just great for you, whether it's college, whether it's going to work, whatever it is you do. Thank you for all you have done for the last year in professional rodeo. Um, Miss Rodeo America is the first lady of the world of professional rodeo. Um, Your reign runs through December 31st, right? Um, Does it effectively end tomorrow night, or do you still have some responsibilities between now and the end of the year?
1: Well, tomorrow night will be sentimental because it's my last time on horseback at a rodeo. So that for sure will be hard, but bittersweet at the same time. But my last hurrah as Miss Rodeo America will be next week. A couple days before Christmas, my family and I are going to do a toy drive and bring them up to some people on the reservation in Arizona. So that technically will be my last event as Miss Rodeo America.
0: So if somebody wants to contribute to the toy drive, what do they do?
1: They can message me personally on Instagram, Miss Rodeo America Official, or Ken Riggs on Instagram, and we can coordinate
0: got it uh kennedy riggs has been great as miss rodeo america in 2023 and uh You're not going to, you have not seen the last of Kennedy Riggs. I'm just going to tell you, she's going to be showing up on the radio, on TV, (laughs) on social media, newspaper, something. You're going to be doing something, but folks have not seen the last of you.
1: Well, thank you, Steve. And I have to say, I'm just trying to ride on the coattails of people like you who have done far more for the industry than myself. But I'm very thankful to be surrounded by people like Steve Kenyon. So thank you for having me and thanks for all that you do too.
0: Kennedy Riggs, Miss Rodeo America, 2023. And, of course, thank you to Kennedy Riggs for those kind words. You're going to be hearing a lot, I have a feeling, about Kennedy Riggs and her career going forward. Uh, She did a great job as Miss Rodeo America. So coming up, I want to talk a little bit about what we are working on with my new partners as you – Probably know if you followed any of what we did on a show called NFR Central during the National Finals Rodeo. Lindsay Rosser Sumter, the commissioner of the Women's Rodeo World Championships, and I anchored a daily event showing uh, the highlights and talking about what was happening during the National Finals Rodeo and elsewhere around Las Vegas. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about what our plans are for Next Gen Rodeo Media coming up and share a couple of interviews we had a chance to do with some of the people that are very much involved in Next next-gen rodeo that's coming up you're joining us today and i appreciate it on the steve Canyon podcast brought to you by the grand view at las vegas the place we stay during the wrangler national finals rodeo hey y'all this is cody johnson when i was starting out in music most every radio station and venue i went to told me no at that point you got two
2: options tuck tail and quit or buckle down and fight well i'm a fighter not a quitter And that's why I wear Wrangler jeans and shirts. Their toughness and style are legendary. They're an iconic symbol of the West, and there's no quit in them either. Life's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And if I'm gonna enjoy the ride, I'm riding in Wrangler. Wrangler, long live cowboys.
1: Prefer is proud to introduce Estate Fencing. This unique all metal fence uses the same swedge connecting rail as our popular Ponderosa fence allowing it to flow beautifully along the contour of your land. With rails and posts constructed from galvanized material covered with an architectural-grade powder coat finish, it resists fading, rust, and other outdoor conditions. This fence is strong enough to last a lifetime and safe enough to house livestock. Best of all, no welding required. For more information, visit PrefertFence.com.
2: There's no pretending to being a cowboy. Either you are or you aren't which is why everything we do as a company improves or preserves this way of life. The romance, the honesty, the toughness, the craft. More cowboys please, America could use them. Resist all, we live it every day.
0: New styles join our time-tested Justin Bent Rail collection. Like the rugged men and women who wear them, these boots stand for quality, integrity, tradition, and hard work. Straight from our legendary El Paso factory, our expert bootmakers build these boots with features that would make even the earliest cowboys proud. Outfit yourself today with a bent rail collection by Justin. Welcome back to the Steve Kenyon podcast. So during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, in cooperation with and partnership with Next Gen Rodeo Media. We had a chance to present NFR Central every day, courtesy of the folks at Next Gen Rodeo Media. They worked very hard behind the scenes. Lindsay Rosser Sumter and I broke down what was happening during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. And this was really kind of a kickoff event. If you follow the Next Gen Rodeo social media sites, Facebook and Instagram and all those traditional sites, if you have the Next Gen Rodeo app downloaded on your phone or your tablet, you're going to be seeing more and more stories about the world of professional rodeo. We're going to be trying to cover it in depth. I'm going to be producing uh, daily, weekly updates on what's happening in the PRCA and other events around the world of professional rodeo, the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association, the WCRA, the PBR, the American coming up. And of course, um, we will keep an eye on all of that, the standings, the results, who's hurt, who's healthy. Uh, We'll get into all of that. So please, Think about following us, not just on 8 Seconds Media and on shows like this one, the Steve Kenyon Podcast, but Next Gen Rodeo Media. We're going to try to unload, uh, open up a whole new avenue for you to find out what's happening in the world of western sports particularly professional rodeo world champions rodeo alliance i mentioned them a couple of minutes ago is a partner of next gen rodeo and uh there's a big event coming up for the wcra the first weekend of january it's called the stampede at the e it's one of the triple crown of rodeo events that the world champions rodeo alliance puts on during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, I had a chance to sit down with Bobby and Kate Moat. Bobby, of course, uh, one of the people in charge at the WCRA. Kate, his wife, a barrel racer and a uh, businesswoman on her own. And we talked about what's coming up with the Stampede at the E in 2024 in the WCRA. Well, we got an opportunity to visit with a couple of really good friends and individuals who have had a major impact on this world of western sports and western way of life bobby moats four-time world champion bareback rider pro rodeo hall of fame inductee in 2022 kate moat joining us we're going to talk about three or four different items here real quick women uh the, the the world champions rodeo alliance the wcra is about to get busy with the big event the stampede at the e bobby's right around the corner of the first weekend of january
2: yeah that's gonna be it's gonna be fun uh back to the lazy e you know where we've we hosted it there in 2020 and then you know between their booking dates and you know COVID really kind of threw a monkey wrench in everybody's scheduling right. and it took this long to, to get back there but you know when you talk about a, a venue for horse enthusiasts uh
0: there isn't any any better so it's, it's going to be exciting you know kate you you watch this grow and you watch it develop and and you're, you're spending a lot of time during the national finals rodeo, for example, over right by where they're having the big youth rodeo that's going on right now. And you have a chance to talk to a lot of people and answer questions. Uh, WCRA is having an impact. It has grown. It has developed. It has made its mark.
3: Yes, it really has. And one thing that um, I do for W C R A now is I head up a team of reps. So when you go on and register, which is free to register, you um, on an app, you get a phone call from a person, and they are going to ask you, um, you know, how it's going, what events are you going to, and talk you through nominating and kind of walk you through the process, and then let you know about what events are open to nominate for.
0: Bobby, I think it's important when we talk about the W C R A to and I know you and I've talked about this a lot and it's a story that you've told a lot, but the calendar, the schedule, it's not it's not the way we've all become traditionally accustomed to professional rodeo. Um, and so if as we're talking in December right now, there are events coming up that people need to be aware of. Kate mentioned nominate, register, talk about that a little bit and, and it, because there's a lot on the schedule in the next six months it could pay a lot of money to a lot of people.
2: Yeah, so it's a it's a new concept in that you can rather than go to a brick and mortar qualifier, say, Look, now this qualifier's on my uh, you know, on my schedule and I've gotta go rearrange things, go to it, you go to the places that you already want to go to. The places where you feel like your horses run the best, the places where you feel like you're most set up to succeed, and you say, I'm gonna use that as a qualifier and so mm-hmm. you use the VRQ the virtual rodeo qualifier you select that event and then you basically have a menu of all the leaderboards that you want those points to count towards and so like for instance right now if you were a you know a person under 19 years old and you wanted to go to the WCJR the world championship junior rodeo in July and Guthrie you would check that box if you're an open athlete and you want to go to uh, rodeo Corpus Christi in May you would check that box if you're a, a woman who wants to go to the women's Rodeo World Championship? You could check that box. If you're a fifteen year old breakaway roper who wants to go to maybe all three, there's an option for you also. And so um you know, people have different schedules. People have families, people have school, people have all these things that that their schedule doesn't necessarily revolve around a twelve month rodeo season. and the way traditional rodeo is right now, you better start out you know early in the season. Go to as many rodeos as you can. To hopefully, make a finals. Go to a finals that pays, you know, better in some cases than others. To win, maybe a, maybe a saddle that you could have probably bought for nine hundred bucks, you know, right. with some stuff stamped on the fender. And so we we offer opportunities and experience. And so in traditional rodeo, you would have to, you know, go buy your PRCA card, your your permit first, fill your permit, go through. Jump through all the ropes of rodeo to where you can make the qualifications to the big rodeos, to hopefully make the finals at one of those big winter rodeos to have that opportunity. And so, we we create a faster path for those experiences and those opportunities.
0: Kate, I feel like Bobby mentioned some of the youth events, the division youth concept uh, that the WCRA has has helped to create is offering the next generation. We're getting you guys are giving people a chance to get started young.
3: Yeah. And an opportunity to compete on big stages like Riley Webb. Um, he yeah. started out in the youth and he's very comfortable as you can see with pressure now. And, um, you know, cause he's gone through and been through all this. Um, our daughter also does the same and she won the, um, world champion, um, uh, women's rodeo last year. And because she's used to the pressure and so for these kids to be on a big stage like that, we also make stars out of them. You know, they, uh, When they come to one of the events, they get headshots. They um, go to media training. They do a lot of stuff that they don't normally get at a youth rodeo. And so that prepares them for the next step.
0: Bobby, you started riding bareback horses when you were like, if I remember right, 14, 15 years old. Um, There weren't these opportunities available. Um, At that time, the opportunities that are available now for kids, um, and you guys are helping to lead the parade yeah you know it's
2: it's about everybody doing their part you know there's a lot of people in this industry that are doing doing their part And we just feel like you know we have a unique opportunity with the technology platform that we have to work with with some of the event partners that we have to to do it in a lot of different areas whether it's women whether it's youth whether it's you know the open and and we don't intend to replace any other you know rodeo organizations or finals but it's about You know, some people use it as a launch pad to get the confidence and the money in their pocket so that they can go and pursue their dreams to make the NFR. Some people, it's a landing pad for people who were, you know, maybe did that full time, just like, look, I need to start scaling it back. But I still want to have some big opportunities to compete for a lot of money. Some people, you know. Some people, they're just on their way up. And so it, it, it sort of fits a lot of different
0: people. There's, it's been almost a year since R.C. Landingham won a million dollars in Fort Worth um, as the champion of the uh, three-event winner and champion of the Triple Crown at Rodeo. Isaac Diaz almost did the same thing in North Carolina back in October. but And and those those two guys, R.C.'s in his mid-30s, Isaac's like 36, 37. Those two guys had a chance right there to have a moment in their career. They may not have had the road had otherwise Kate
3: oh yeah for sure it's a great opportunity and like Bobby said you know it's for young old and all around
0: what are the you're you're working in that booth over at the over at Cowboy Christmas I'm really curious. What are people asking you? Are there, are there two or three frequently asked questions that you don't get asked a lot by people like me or that, you know, you're, you're, once you explain it to people, the light bulb goes off and they go, oh, yeah, that works.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of education going on over there. Um, some people have heard about it, seen it on TV, and they want to know more. Uh, the big question is, where can I go qualify? and uh, so you know the main thing is where you compete anywhere you compete for money you can qualify
0: pretty good partnership with next Gen, with next Gen yeah rodeo.
3: absolutely
2: yeah we you know we had the vrq uh, but we didn't have the ability to you know also you know process it process entries and administer the rodeo and the results and everything else and so you know early on we were basically doing a lot of plate spinning in the background so they had to go in out there and find those 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 results and while we still have to do some of that you know more and more um, secretaries of rodeo organizations are starting to use the the administrative tools because it makes their life easier and it makes our life easier because it's easier for us to, to capture that data and so you know technology rodeo is slow to change but there's enough technology available between what next gen has has done and is doing that's allowing um, it, it should be able to make people be more efficient in what they're doing because it, let's let's face it it costs more to do this than ever and time is money as well and so every day that you're away from home you're not making money you know doing whatever it is that you do if you have a job so you know if we, we feel like anything that we can do to help you know, sort of solve
0: that for people is is welcome. So, speaking of plate spinning, you're a pretty good plate spinner, Bobby. Uh, as an executive of the W C R A, one of the guys that's in charge and helping to grow this organization, and also spend a lot of time on a lot of horses at Reliance Ranches, which is a big part of your life now. Yeah, it is,
2: and it's it's uh, something I'm really passionate about, and so I've had the good fortune to be able to have a bunch of really good young up and coming horses in this training program. And it, it started with just race horses. And so uh, Reliance ranches has one of the top four uh, race programs in America in quarter horse racing. And there, there were times when there'd be a horse that was maybe done racing that they didn't really want to sell, but they didn't want to see him just stand out in the paddock for the rest of his life and do nothing. And so they're like, well, let's, let's see if we can make a head horse or a barrel horse out. And we started there and while I still have some horses that come from the race program, we've also realized that, you know, uh, why I try to fit a square peg in a round hole and try to make something that's been born for generations or bred generations of generations to just run. And let's let's try to mix it up with some, some performance genetics. And so we've bought a bunch of yearling, two-year-old fillies and stud colts and stuff. And so that's kind of what's coming up the pipeline. This year we've got uh half a dozen pretty promising three-year-olds that will be taking the rope horse fraternities and barrel fraternities and then the next year we've got about 13 or 14 two-year-olds that are they're also really really promising
0: kate you're a barrel racer daughter's a barrel racer i think both of you you and laura rope pretty good bobby's a bareback rider who's a pretty good horse trainer really good team roper it's kind of fun to have a chance to 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 have hands-on with that many great horses around
3: it really is, and like Bobby said, it's our passion, so we love to do it. And Laura works for Reliance Ranches also, riding colts, and she, that's all she likes to do yeah. <laughs> in <It> circles. <laughs>
0: what's uh, what What's next for the WCRA? What do people need to know? Um, guys, before we wrap this up about upcoming events, there, the first half of the year is a big deal in the WCRA with the Stampede at the E, the Women's Rodeo World Championships. Um, there's a lot on the plate coming up, right?
2: Yeah, so if you just kind of go in chronological order, we'll go to uh, Stampede at the E at the Lazy E start of January. We'll have um, our WCRA major, but we'll also have a youth showcase. And so the top eight in the DY standings, which is an annual leaderboard, uh, we'll have the opportunity to go there and compete for $55,000 payout and – elevated points so think of like a tour stop so really it's like a tour rodeo we televise it uh it's a full full full-fledged production for those kids and then we'll go from there to rodeo corpus christi in may uh same thing that'll be a wcra major i think about a six hundred thousand dollar payout there this year there'll also be a dy showcase um, which will be its own performance sold there at uh, first bank center at corpus christi and that's going to be exciting we'll go directly from there to uh, Fort Worth the stockyards for the women's Rodeo World Championship and then in between the semifinals and the final round of the women's rodeo champion women's Rodeo World Championship we'll have the Kid Rock rock and Rodeo which is a new team concept which we just announced last night
0: are, are you telling me you're in partnership with Kid Rock is that what you're telling me?
2: Yes sir so PBR is our live event partner right. media and sponsorship partner and so uh, they developed this event. Uh, they and Kid Rock and so Kid Rock's actually a a half partner on on the event there at Cowboy Stadium and so uh, we announced the team captains last night and uh, he's out right now promoting promoting the heck out of the event and so it's gonna be really exciting you know it's 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 different than something that we've done in rodeo before you'll have you'll have two uh, disciplines going head to head at the same time Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch they'll They'll do matches. They'll play a set of music. They'll do matches. Do play a set of music, and there's a million dollar payout. So it's going to be. I, I just. I know that the buzz around rodeo and the new interest that will come from outside, I think, is only healthy for rodeo. This
0: is this is a great opportunity. Either one of you respond to Kate. Jump in here if you want to. This is a great opportunity to reach people who maybe have been aware of our sport but haven't been fans. You know, the, the one thing we always need to try to do is attract more people to this business in this industry. What better way to do it than with Kid Rock?
3: Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. And look forward to that segment opening soon. So if you're wanting to qualify for the Kid Rock and Rodeo, that segment will be open. So that is that is a big thing for sure. And to finish off what Bobby was saying about the year in July, then we go to WCJR at um Guthrie at the Lazy E for the Big Youth Championship, and that's a year-round leaderboard. And then we finish off the year in October in at Rodeo, Carolina. Wow. Um,
2: yeah. So back year. to the to the team format. Just to clarify, there are six teams with two athletes in each discipline, and so six different coaches. Uh, five of those teams will draft their will draft their roster basically the start of February at Fort Worth in conjunction with Fort, Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. The sixth team will be. Uh, I'm the coach of. And it's the WCRA. It's the Free Riders. Is the name of our team, and they have, everybody will have the opportunity to qualify for that. And so we'll we'll utilize the VRQ and our qualifying
0: platforms to to fill that team. Did you say that in the timed events they might be going head to head? I mean, they will be. Yeah. So you you two roping boxes, two calf ropers. Yep. Drag strip start lights or something. Exactly. Ready, set, yeah. go, and you're off.
2: Yeah. Yep, and so maybe that's not the way that you want to do rodeo at every county fair all through yeah. the year, but in that environment and setting, I think it'll work. Yeah. And so, you know, you have a small group of people to work with, and ultimately they're going to be the best people, and so you can put a lot of money. Look, these, you take any of these people who are riding at the national finals right now, they've got the skills. You say, we're going to go to Prescott, and everybody's going to run from the heel side, or we're going to go to Salinas, and everybody's going to ride from the head side. Whatever, like they can adapt. Yeah. You know, if the money and the opportunities there, they will adapt. Yeah. So I think it's going to, but it'll make it fun to watch. That, and the dates of that are going to be in May, part That's of the PBR That's May, May 17th. Yeah. And so awesome. we'll be at the Women's Rodeo World Championship, 14, 15, 16th. The 17th will be the Kid Rock, Rock, Kid Rock, Rock and Rodeo. The. Eighteenth and nineteenth is the PBR World Finals in Cowboy Stadium, and in conjunction with that, will be the final round of the Women's Rodeo World Championships. So we'll have breakaway roping and team roping one day, and barrel racing the next.
0: Doesn't sound like you're going to be bored.
2: No, we got a lot. Yeah, you got <laughs> a lot good. going on
0: for sure. Uh, WCR Wcra's website is Wcra Rodeo. Com. Awesome. Um, and all the entries handled by Next Gen Rodeo. And uh, um, it's just going to be an exciting time over the next few months for the uh, World Champions Rodeo Alliance. Kate, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Bobby, thank you. Thank you. Bobby Moat joining us. Uh, check out the WCRA's complete story. Go to the website. The Stampede at the E is January 3rd through the 6th, right at the Lazy E Arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Thank you for joining us from Next Gen Rodeo Media, powered by Rodeo Logistics. Really enjoyed the chance to visit with Bobby and Kate Moat. Coming up, I've got interviews with folks like Chris Neal and talking about all of the events that he's been involved with, putting on the big tie down roping events that he does across the country. And uh, we'll get into all of that and more Next Gen Rodeo Media. You can find them on the Next Gen Rodeo app. Find us on the Next Gen Rodeo app, Next Gen Rodeo social media, and more. And with the new year coming, we're going to try and do some new things to help to keep you in the loop and the latest in the world of Western sports. Thanks for joining us on the Steve Kenyon podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, Wrangler. Long live Cowboys, the Justin Boot Company, Resist All. We wear it every day to Prefert Manufacturing, along with unbeatable feeds, M2 Ranch Jerky, and of course, classic equine and classic ropes in the Grandview at Las Vegas. God bless everybody. Happy New Year. I'm Steve Kenyon. This is the Steve Kenyon Podcast.